everyone that I know that that has a great story of ascension has visited that lower level as well. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what fueled them to go up. And yeah. that's really why, why why evil exists in a in a polarized environment like this. Exactly. Because it's an inspiration for new creation. And yes, you can stick yourself down there and have an entire life experience down there, or you can simply see it for what it is, inspiration for new creation. And that's what ascension is. You're you're creating this ascended version of you in and I love that you said too, in physical. It's not about dying and going on to some some other place. Yeah. It's about bringing more God or more source into your now. My name is David Strickle, and I share the eternal consciousness of source known as the stream. We are here to challenge your human programming, those limiting beliefs and feelings of unworthiness that you may be carrying with you. We are here to show you that you are loved, you are worthy, and that abundance is always available to you. Whatever belief system you've created for yourself up until now, we are going to ask you to set that aside for a brief period during this interaction. We ask that you open your mind to new ideas, perhaps ones that may seem radical when you first hear them, and use your own critical thought sort through them. We will share a new technology with you, a human technology, one that we have proven to work for people all over the world. We will not ask you to just believe, but rather apply what is being offered in your own life, your own experimentation, if you will. We will never ask you to follow rules or worship anything. Your experience here on earth is your choice, always. We are offering a new path for humanity one where fear and judgment is significantly detuned. Humanities and even your own demons are diminished, and joy, clarity, and abundance are an achievable way of life for all. And it's all inside work, with tools you already possess, and have perhaps been taught to ignore because they gave you power. We are here to return that power to you. I'm here with True Sika. <laughs> I've been on I've been on your show a couple of times and uh, very 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 excited to finally have you uh, over here on the stream of David. Uh, you're you're a popular guy. I'm uh, this is a good uh, this is a good gig for us to get you on. Oh really? Wow! Yeah. I'm honored. I'm honored. <laughs> so let's dig into it. Tell everybody about yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Give us a little rundown. Yeah. So uh, I'm a spiritual and esoteric hip hop artist wear many hats. I, uh, um, I'm an author, do guided meditations and um, sessions and podcasts. I got a pretty cool podcast, I guess, and you've been on a couple of times. So I wear many hats, you know, I'm just trying to find um, new ways to, uh, to articulate this beautiful truth that I found and uh, spiritual awakening and, and spiritual truths that, that resonate um, across the board for everyone and trying to find beautiful ways to articulate them in, in art and in music and, and, uh, and podcast and videos and all that and dialogue. So many cool places to uh, try to articulate my story and these beautiful truths that I think are universal that speak to the hearts and minds of individuals, no matter uh, race or creed, I would say. Very cool. You know, we, we live in such an amazing time because now everyone can can have a voice and for so long you you had to to sort of have a a point of entry into the club to be published or to be on the radio or on television or something like that and now we live in an age where you just start a podcast and if, if your thing works for people you build a following and suddenly i remember when a podcast was a joke i've had my podcast for four years and right before that it was kind of a joke like if a celebrity had a podcast that was a, a sign that they were, you know, in decline. And now the biggest celebrities yeah. in the world are on podcasts, right? It's yeah. so cool how it's all flipped. Yeah, it's an easy, it's an easy medium to uh to get your your information out there. But I love incorporating video with it and doing, you know, live stream video casts. And we got cool ambient backdrops like myself and you as well, right? Really cool backgrounds and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, what you said about, you know, 
starting it yourself and not having to there's we go around the gatekeepers if the gatekeepers won't let you in and this is something that you're passionate about literally you can watch tutorials on youtube and if you want it bad enough you'll do it yourself and so i've always been one to to be into uh philosophy and spirituality but the gatekeepers is usually us four and no more like hey this is our these are our our our, our whatever our gatekeepers and for me it was religion too in the church realm like i'm getting downloads and having crazy encounters and you know dealing with spirits and and ascended beings and and demons and stuff i don't want to share my story and they're like no nah, we don't believe that here and or you know people people start coming to you versus coming to the gatekeeper like i want this young man to pray for me because he carries the fire of god he's excited when he prays when he speaks stuff happens and so the pastor's lost his fire so i come from that environment where like okay if i want a platform if i want to speak i had to do music i had started sharing my story through music and created my platform there and then eventually you know that same type of gatekeeper mentality crosses through everything and what i've kind of come to find out is that if they won't uh, give you a seat at their table, build your own table. And now we get to bring the people who were rejected or who who have that fire, but nobody notices it because maybe it's in a different container. Maybe it's a wildfire that we can't control and those kind of things. And so I'm really passionate about helping people, whether it's the downtrodden people or or people who don't know how to do this, that get their foot in the door, you know, and have a seat at the table. Love it. And I have to say your your backdrop is a lot cooler than mine. <laughs> it is. We're testing where <laughs> right, yeah, it is. Yeah, we're testing this whole thing. And I kind of came up with the idea of people find me uh, because we use video a lot. Everything that we yeah. do goes on YouTube and the podcast and all that. And if they're kind of surfing around, they're going, who in the hell is this old bald guy? <laughs> yeah up in the background well you know what turn, turn, it, they might know. turn your stream off right now your uh your your, your overlay turn that off right quick i'm gonna see the regular are you the in what? your regular spot yeah yeah like less lighting well you have a green screen don't you yeah yeah i how okay. do i turn that off okay well <laughs> you had because because your stream literally I, just, I had a little simple artwork behind we actually use the artwork for teaching so i'm not completely done with that exactly i mean that's yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. that that's one thing that stood out to me about your stuff. And I think maybe even me seeing yours early on was like, listen, I need some, there it is. Like, I love, yeah, yeah your geometry. I remember how to do that. Yeah. That, yeah. It was a, vir it's a virtual background. What I want to do is how I want to have something back there. That's a real background. I don't want to keep a virtual cause all that, mm -hmm. you know, flashing in and out <laughs> is so uh, off putting. Yeah. So yeah, I we've used, it's so funny because when I first started all this, I just thought these were cool. And then I was channeling mm -hmm. one day and the stream, wow, this one, this one, the stream talk started using this, saying that this is sort of like the core of source energy. Mm. This is like the purest form of love and that, that all the strands of consciousness that are in physical sort of radiate out from there like a rope. Wow. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was a teaching tool. It was so cool. That's like, wow, nothing happens by accident. I just thought those look cool. That's they so crazy. I yeah. thought you were an expert just on by scrolling on sacred geometry and that you were deep just by seeing your backdrop because that's one of the first things that we see is the aesthetic right and a little, a little and cooler it, than all the logos i guess yeah yeah i liked it really and and, and do like it so yeah that stood yeah. out to me for your backdrop for well sure. I'll, I'll leave it off for the remainder of the uh, <laughs> yeah we're, we're kind of just putting it up saying hey what do you think of this and i've been using it and i've kind of just gotten used to it but we were before we jumped on we were talking about ascension which i think is a very very cool topic uh, because I think that humanity is definitely experiencing uh, a, a somewhat painful, uh, but somewhat amazing period of mass ascension, mm -hmm. but we don't really know what that is and what it looks like. And it causes a lot of confusion. Yeah. And I think everyone identifies things within their own belief system, which is mm -hmm. exactly what we should do. Mm -hmm. But I want to hear your take on that because you've done a lot yeah. of study on this area. For sure. Um you know, I just got off the uh, a podcast with a uh, with a young lady and, and, and a young man, and they sounded frustrated about, you know, how we're talking about ascension, and they can see it, but but how you know we still have that lower nature, like that other animalistic side is still within us, and it seems like we're getting worse, right? It seems like hey, we're we're still we're still heading down a path of of, of destruction, but it's like, listen, those what you're looking at is 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 not the majority. 
like you know it's the one percent that seems to be like you know creating weapons of mass destruction and choosing evil and 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 doing a space race and trying to outwit the other countries and creating wars and stuff like that it's like no that's a small group of people what it, this whole ascension what is happening in a spiritual awakening if you, whatever you want to call it um it's happening on an individual level and it happens within you by yourself literally by yourself you have to step away from the masses and go by yourself and, and and when you close your eyes and when you go to sleep at night and that inner dialogue of of wrestling with the things that you did for the day and the type of person that you are and so you have to come to terms with that and so enough of us are open to this realm of consciousness that we're like overcoming hurdles and obstacles and we show remorse and we're sorry for things that we did. And now we're learning from our mistakes and we're going to the next level. And with that, we're unlocking levels. This is the key to unlock it is to choose love, is to choose light. And the more that we do it personally, we're elevating new levels of revelation of who we are, of light beings, of ascension, of, of our place in the cosmos, all of this. And this is happening across the board worldwide. It's, you know, when it's when it happens to us, in a place of isolation, we'll feel like it's only us. I'm going crazy. I'm the only one who feels this. Until we start, we own our message eventually, the first time we start telling people. And then we find out, wow, there's more people who have, who have, you know, undergone this. When I started talking about the stuff that I talk about, um, all of this from a Christian perspective, where I started off in, in the church realm, listen, they, I had, they, they cut my head off. I was a, I was a heathen. I was, um, you know, talking to demons, all kinds of stuff, but I owned my message. It was my truth. And I didn't care if they approved it or not. I knew that God approved of me. And I brought that message in it. Yeah, it was scary. They made fun of me. You're outcast. Stay away from him. You're a leper. You can't touch the lepers because you'll become just like them. And so I owned it. And now everything's come full circle because people are waking up. Now I've got a huge audience. I got people all over the world who are Googling spiritual awakening, how to talk to UFOs, how to channel and you know, and we discussed this stuff on my podcast. And so the thing that was, you know, of, of ridicule, what the enemy or the egoic nature tried to take me out early, I transcended and now it's become that thing to come full circle and to serve me. And, uh, and now that you know, and I've been a light unto the nations, I've been a light unto the naysayers that one has been consistent. And I get to do this for a living and I love doing this. And so that's the that's a process of choosing to stick with it, of my spiritual awakening. And the fact, all, all of that to say that everyone else who, who are Googling these terms, they're going through a process too. What does it mean when I see 1111 every day? I'm seeing 333. What does it mean? Why does the television say the exact same phrases that I'm thinking? Listen, something's trying to get your attention. It's a level of consciousness. It's, the, it's our creator or creators, whatever route you want to go, are trying to get us to wake up and become lucid in the dream because we are on this process of ascension and they want us to wake up. And this is happening globally. So rejoice that this stuff's happening. Rejoice that we're trying, they're trying to hold us down because what's happening within us, they know that they can't stop. We're waking up. We're kicking off our nine to fives and we're starting podcasts. We're pursuing our dreams. There's people in their 70s, and you know this. They're they're becoming healers. They're cutting albums. They're starting podcasts. They're recapturing the dreams that was in them when they were children that they gave up on. This only happens through spiritual and conscious awakening. There is a shift happening worldwide, and we're just a part of it. So when enough of the individuals do it themselves, that own the inner journey, and they say yes, and they choose love, enough people do it, it the entire planet begins to shift the vibration of the entire planet changes, as we do it together. Love it, love it. And you know, it's funny, we started out talking about how you can be your own publisher, and you have your own podcast now. And that's where all this really started is our ability to get our message out there, our thoughts yeah. out there, our ability to communicate. We live in, in a world of contrasts and a world of duality. And there's good and bad and everything, right? And the good of all of this technology is that we're coming together globally and, yeah. and sort of comparing notes and ideas like never before. And in that we're questioning like, hey, you know, our, our government is just as oppressive as your government. 
and my religion, uh, you know, I was taught one thing about Jesus, and then the church acted very opposite of that. I, that's that was my upbringing, religion, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like religion was Jesus was this really cool guy that that hung out with anyone and everyone and loved everybody. And what a great message that is. But mm-hmm. the church is very different than that, often, not always. Yeah. So we're all coming together like never before. We're comparing ideas and we're coming to understand that all of these human constructs, government, religion, every single aspect of humanity, really, you get to question that stuff and decide what works for you and what doesn't. Yeah. And if your if your vibe is being dragged down, you feel bad and you know it. And when you feel bad and you know something isn't right and you start trusting your intuition, that is source within you. However you label that, yeah. God or whatever, that is your own source within you saying, hey, you don't have to pay attention to all that outside stuff. Everything that you need, you come pre-equipped with. You just have to, we talk about detuning a lot. You've got to detune all the crap that you're taught that doesn't really serve your ascension because ascension is natural. Yeah. That source connected state of being, we call it abundance. And abundance has sort of been usurped by people wanting to teach you how to get rich. And, you know, abundance is just whatever you want to experience in life without Mm -hmm. judgment, joy, clarity, health, great experiences, just fun, travel, whatever it is, that's abundance. And it is our natural state of being, but we've been taught otherwise. That we've got to go work for somebody else, do something that we hate, place ourselves in the system of education that is for profit for somebody else that isn't necessarily serving us. And like you said, even the churches, the church is not the, the church that I grew up in. I don't recognize today's no. churches compared to what I, I grew up I in. I think a, a Jesus really cool does, like you said. Like, yeah. Hey, who are you guys? Where are yeah, your people? What, all this judgment. People. You know, I can't go out and explore something else without it instilling all this fear. If you're really faithful and you're really trusting, mm-hmm. why all the fear? Yeah. You know, when you when you win people with fear, you got to keep them with fear. And that's the thing. And it's worked. It's worked for people. Fear, fear still works, you know, but it's the path of the dark side. You know, it is the it is the path of, you know, it's it's the downward spiral. This so the whole thing with ascension, which is really deep, the spiral goes up but it also spirals down as well. And we can descend and devolve as well as individuals and choose darkness over and over and over again and make that our home and make that our, our natural environment. And that becomes our new plumb line that we end up, we balance out at a lesser level. And then when we're talking about beings on the other side, listen, I started out in a lot of that stuff, a lot of the path of darkness, and I got to greet the beings that were on the other side. And there was some darker, lower level energies that I were I was vibrating on the same level as them and they just simply say hey what's up glad you're down here with us and I needed to I needed to ascend I needed to change my life I needed to start making the right choices and be and and being a better person beautiful thing is is that I knew it I knew that there was a contrast some people some people get there and they're just like hey I'm comfortable I wasn't comfortable I knew that there was more available I knew that there was a contrast on this spiral. And so just uh, being a part of the journey and just being thankful and gratitude and all of that, uh, no matter where you are, no matter what happens, and that is the fuel that actually lets us get to the next level to be grateful for the little things so that you'll be made ruler or you you have more given unto you because you're faithful with it. I gave you a little bit and you, you did well with it. I'm going to give you more. I can trust you. And that's what the universe is saying. That's what God's saying. That's what the angels are saying. Listen, we can trust that one. We can whisper our secrets to to this one and he'll find a way to articulate them in his music or in his book. And, and he'll, 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 he'll write studies out off of this one notion that is eternal truth that, that rings ever so true. And we've shown him this and he's faithful. Let's keep giving him more. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm a big proponent of that. And, uh, and my life is an example of that, you know? That's amazing when you start shifting your belief system, how all your priorities change, how the stuff that you're told is supposed to be so important just falls away. But everyone's operating at their, like you said, spiral up and down. We talk about that all the time too. And you're a different being down there than you are when you're up. Yeah. And, and that's why people behave poorly sometimes. And then they go up in vibration And they say, well, that wasn't even me. I don't know what that was. (laughs) I didn't mean that. Well, they did in that vibration. They were in that space and you're you're expressing yourself 
according to your vibration. Mm -hmm. So we have been taught not to pay attention to our own vibrational flow that you got to hustle. You know, you got to get out of hustle and you got to really compare yourself against what Instagram's telling you you're supposed to be and all of this crap. And people are starting to really fall away from that. Not everyone. You're right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that are doubling down in what I call polarity. The ones that are, you know, arguing about politics constantly and needing to be right. And now we have, you know, to get vaccinated or not vaccinated instead of just saying, hey, it's cool. Everybody has a personal choice. I'm right. And you're wrong and you're stupid and I'm not. And, you know, all of that stuff is just Mm -hmm. a sign that you're operating in that lower vibrational field. That was my awakening, man. You know, because again, I come from a Christian, Christian perspective in the church. I was evangelist, you know, telling my story at churches, hundreds of kids and stuff like that, youth groups and stuff. And, um, and I had to be right. You know, I, it was my duty. I mean, it was my reasonable service to God was to, you know, expand the kingdom and, and convince people, you know, of why I was right and they were wrong. And that got into a lot of, uh, not just, you know, debating other religions, but mostly it starts getting down to schisms within the religion of like, Hey, you guys believe this about God and we believe that. And so it's like, it's just argumentative. And then so, and I was good at it. I studied it day and night and practiced it and practiced it in the mirror and go out on street preaching and practice every scenario you can think of, of how to win that conversation and stuff. And I tell you what, when I, uh, when I surrendered that and I gave up my right to be right, man, it, it opened up a whole new level for me. And so much peace came into my life. And, uh, you know, just because I'm right, doesn't mean you're wrong or just because you're right doesn't mean I'm wrong. We can both be right at the same time. And literally that's what's happening because the universe shows whatever it is that you believe, whatever you put out there, it's going to give it back to you. Whatever you put out, it's going to show itself to you. So we start believing in lower level stuff. When we start practicing lower level stuff, we're going to see it. We're going to see it in movies. We're going to see it in synchronicities. Listen, the beautiful synchronicities we talked about numbers and and signs and 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 the tv starts speaking to you and this this a beautiful realm when you're in that in a high vibration most people don't know that those same synchronicities exist for the dark side as well the polarity what if that if, if those synchronicities kick in at level 17 then the negative synchronicities kick in at negative level 17. And then you start seeing your death everywhere. And then you start seeing the faces of demons inside of uh, Bible verses that you're reading and, and people look at you and demons are looking at you through people like the same, the same psych it's psychosis is what it is. And it opens up the door for that. So the same demonic psychosis at, at level negative 17, a beautiful, angelic, blissful psychosis a realm of, of heaven that you live in on earth exists at 11 at level positive 17. I've tasted and seen of them both. I love that. I love that uh, analogy because people think that if something is imagination, that it's not real, that everything is just what's in 3d and that's it. A lot of religious people actually just are really grounded in, in 3d. And when yeah. you start realizing that all of that is us experiencing the energetic realm vibrationally that where our vibe is is what creates our experience and that's why there's really no right or wrong you know and you're not you're not right you don't have to make somebody else wrong to be right in other words because reality is a belief system and you're experiencing the earth environment and and interacting with the energetic realm whatever your truth is and i love that you're a truth seeker because whatever your truth is is your truth your belief system is creating that reality, no matter what it is. And that was where I really always questioned religion was that when it started getting really dogmatic, that, that our opinion is right, everyone else is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a child thinking, well, so people in other countries that aren't introduced <laughs> to this particular religion, they're wrong. That's where the loopholes come in and they say yeah, they, can't, I, they have, they got to make up an yeah. excuse. And uh, yeah, like, what is that? My, my brother is, is a book smart person and he's always mm-hmm. been a, a Christian. And I remember in our early twenties, uh, I, I had a friend that was Muslim and, and he was saying how she needed to convert to Christianity or she was going to burn in hell. And that just made no sense to me. I'm like, okay, because she's from a, a land where Christianity doesn't even really exist. And this yeah. is what she's been indoctrinated in her whole life. That entire country then is wrong and they're all going to hell. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, okay, no, there's, there's, crazy. You know, logically, that doesn't even begin to make sense. You're telling me this little infant that is born in this place is doomed to hell just because born they happen a sinner. to be born there. <laughs> right. I, I, that never made sense to me. So yeah. questioning religion was the, the best thing that ever happened to me as a kid. That was a big part of mine too. Like, yeah. you know, as far as, you know, Hey, what happens to those people? And I begin to ask the Bible scholars and you hear different stuff. And then, but I would, as a seeker and as a student of the scriptures, I would read and, and I'd be taught like by the Holy spirit through the scripture. Oh, wow. And it says, just like us as a Jewish people, this is our law. This is our right and wrong. But it says as the people who are born on the other side of the world, whatever, who don't have these commandments of right and wrong but it says by it says they naturally do the stuff that's written and they're naturally doing the things that you had to be told not to do you had to have it written down and say hey don't steal okay i won't but these people know that because it's on their conscience their conscience bears witness that when i steal it don't belong to me i'm not supposed to do that and so that's where this thing really kicks in is like it is something that's going on within us certain people a lot of those Christians, they have to have it shown to them on paper. And I'm going to show it to them on paper. It's in there. The spiritual awakening, the ascension, all of it's in there. I've been, a, I've been on a wild psychosis this week, David. I've been pulled into realms and been shown so much of the Bible. I've been weeping and in tears and shown stuff I never knew this week. I haven't never experienced this. And it's been amazing. I'm ready to, to, to take this information and to open it up and, and to show people that it's been there the whole time and, and show them how to apply it, man. But it's in there and they've been reading over it the whole time because they take it literal or they have judgments or whatever. God deals with all men. The universe deals with all men righteously. The rain falls upon the just and the unjust. Whatever you sow, that be not deceived. You shall also reap. You're not gonna get away with it. So if you're a good person, you're going to, you're going to get good. You, you're not a good person, but if you're doing good deeds, right? Everyone is neutral. That baby that was born a Hindu in, in that nation, she's not a good baby. She's not a bad baby either. It's a clean slate. It's negative and uh, not negative. It's neutral. And it starts off and we get to pick and choose. And that's the spiral at level 15. I found myself um, at age 15. I found myself at negative 17 on the spiral. I know that I needed to ascend. There was things I needed to do. I was at war with myself. Man, that's most Christians, man. They're at war within themselves. And that's why when you open your eyes and they're at war with everyone else, it's because they haven't found peace within. And once they truly find, they have temporary peace. And that peace is if they're reading the Bible or if they're in worship and prayer and, and that's good, right? But we're, we, we tap into that to maintain it and to integrate that into our lives, to bring it with us wherever we go. No matter who we're talking to, we're able to maintain that level of peace because we're at peace with ourselves. And that's the biggest thing. The wars and rumors of wars that the Re Revelation is talking about. Listen, Christians are having a fit right now with COVID and with the mark of the beast and the chip and the other, they're having a fit. No, 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 guys, come on. No fear stuff. Come on. You yeah, guys, what happened to the on. faith? That's, that's the yeah. thing that gets me is what happened. They're here, the man. We've been yeah. talking about this forever. Listen, the wars and the rumors of war and, and the mark of the beast, that war is going on within you. I don't see no war. I'm, I'm at peace with myself. And, and, and those wars and rumors of war are taking place within you. And the reason you're projecting it and you're seeing it outside is because you haven't done the inner work. Once you've conquered those demons and you've made peace with yourself and made peace with your enemies and your family and your mother and all and whoever, or even the Christians and the pastor, you made peace with the Muslim, whoever you think is your enemy. Once you've made peace with your enemy, then you'll find peace on earth. It's part of the ascension. You're not, you're not ascending without doing the inner work. Well, so, that, and that's, you brought up a good point too, that everyone that I know from the podcasts and the guesting and all, all the stuff that I do in this work, everyone goes down into that negative, like you say, negative 15, 16, 17, 11. The, the, the yeah, me too. I, I'm to with it. you. Yeah. Everyone that I know that, that has a great story of Ascension has visited that lower level as well. Mm -hmm. And that's actually what fueled them to go up. And yep. that's really why, why, why evil exists in a, in a polarized environment like this, Exactly, because it's an inspiration for new creation. And yes, you can stick yourself down there and have an entire life experience down there, 
or you can simply see it for what it is, inspiration for new creation. And that's what ascension is. You're, you're creating this ascended version of you. In, and I love that you said too, in physical. It's not about dying and going on to some, some other place. Yeah. It's about bringing more God or more source into your now. Yeah, and that's, that, that's a process. And I found out that, that, that that's what literally my revelation this week is that the Bible is the book of ascension. It literally tells us how to transmute our negative, our animalistic side, you know, that lower nature. And if we make those decisions, we become base, we become low, we become uh, a, a negative creature because that's the, the level of vibration that, that we're operating on. And we all have the ability for redemption and restoration, but it's those people who have been to the bottom, who have tasted it and they've seen, listen, I wasn't alone at 15, 16 at the bottom, but you know what? I know people, bro, it's like, it's over 20 years ago. My friends, I got friends still there. They've made their bed. They were yeah, okay it's with a way, it. It's a way of life. And it's, it's hard to, you're not vibrationally matched to them anymore. So I'm sure they're not really no, you know, following quick. what you do, or they're no, judging what quick. you do, perhaps is crazy and, and all that stuff. It's funny when you people look on the outside and think that 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 we're crazy for being into all this stuff. But once you're on this side of it, you realize that all of those labels and diagnosis and all of that stuff, that's just judgment to hold everyone in a box as it is. And when you get past worrying about the judgment of other people, you get to then go have whatever experience you're going to have. <laughs> And that's where the real ascension comes in when you're no longer fearing what's out there, what's next. And the cool thing about ascension, allowing more source, is that once you're there, you don't need all of those rules that we're taught we're supposed to have. Yeah. Because if you're really operating there, you're not harming other people. You're not exactly. harming yourself. You know, you, you are a higher vibrational version of you living in peace just naturally. You're yeah. not going out and doing things that hurt other people when you're source aligned. That's always yeah. done in that lower vibration. Yeah. Well, it's an elementary thing. You know, you had to be told not to steal. You know, you had to be told, hey, don't kill people. Like these, these people, they, they know that, you know, I'm not, I don't want to hurt anybody. Why? Because I don't want to be hurt. And so this whole thing is about contemplation. It is about wrestling with, with your thoughts or wrestling with God. And the thing about it, what, what helps us to wrestle is to give us a level of consciousness to peer into a realm that we may not have been, been I would say, privy to. If, if you, you know, there's a, there's a certain compassion that comes with a person, which is all the people I interview, and I know you do too, who have been people who have been hurt and broken. And now they make it out and they have a compassion and empathy for the broken. If, if it's people who, I know people who, they, they try to help every homeless person they see. And you know what? It's because they used to be homeless. But then again, there's a little bit of other people who used to be homeless too. And they're like, hey, you can't just, this is kind of what they do. Like, it's a persona. Hey, they're going to come beg you for money. They don't, they tell you they're hungry, but if you give them food, they won't eat it. They want money. You know what I'm saying? It's because I used to be homeless. Listen, I used to do it. So they, there's like an inner thing, but it's like, it's, it's, um, it's where you're coming from. How do you know this? Are we projecting and judging and punching down? Or are we coming from a place of compassion? Like, hey, uh, just, you know, let's make it through here. You know, this is what it is. And so we have a natural compassion and a natural empathy for people because we've been there. I've been at the bottom of the barrel. I've been hurt. I've been abused. I've been made fun of. I've been left out. I'm trying to find the people who are left out and give them a job. I'm trying to get find the people who are left out and, and, and put them on. And you know what I'm saying? If, if they want it, if they want it, we can't force anything on anybody, but you know, we, we, we try to reach out to, uh, to the former versions of ourselves. I can tell you 100% that this talk and this conversation and my podcast and my music is what I needed when I was going through awakening or when I was going through the dark night. I needed to hear this. And so I know other people are going through that. And I know that, that this is a bridge. This is a, a bridge or at least a step on that spiral where you make that choice and, hey, man, come up here. It's beautiful. The weather's nice. You can do it. There's greatness inside of you. You know, so we just try to, we just, I mean, we're still, you know, catering to those younger versions of ourselves, you know, who, are, who, who were hurt and, and broken and, and alone. And so you don't have to fake it. It's natural. 
I'm this, this is real. This is authentic. I don't have to make nothing up. I'm really passionate about these subjects and about these people because I've dealt with them. I know what ridicule does. I know what judgment and persecution does. So I'm gonna try, I try my best not to do that. I try not to even speak on people publicly and like, even though there's a lot of stuff, even on news and politics, I'm like, listen, I'm not finna, I'm not gonna cast judgment on any of those people. And I do have opinions, I do, but I'm gonna keep those to myself. I'm not gonna open that and, and, and prophesy it and, and give that energy. And I have thoughts on all of this stuff. And people ask me, what do you think? What do you think? Everyone's given you, everybody on YouTube and wherever is giving thoughts on this event and what happened, go listen to them. I'm trying to give you something else, something of substance, because obviously what they're giving you ain't working, just commentary on what these people have done and, or what they're doing. That's not working. I'm going to give you something else that is going to help you when, when times get, get hard, you know, because once because that subject keeps changing. The news continues to change. The, the people in the faces change. And those well, there's videos so much confusion are, are around all that. Right. Like you don't know who what, what to think. Because there's so there's such compelling stories on either side of these kind of topics. It's kind of like watching a documentary. You know, if you can get sucked into a documentary and the documentary will make its case yeah. if, it's, if it's done right, <laughs> regardless of what side of an issue is on, and you can yeah. find yourself, wow, I never thought about that. And it's it's good for us to look at things yes. that we don't necessarily readily agree with. It's called opening your mind. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you don't have to have an opinion. Yeah. I drive people nuts because when I'm asked about politics, I live in a uh, uh, an area in Southern California that's very one-sided politically. And I know what that's all about. And if I'm asked, I always say, you know, I don't give politics that much power of my life. <laughs> that drives people crazy yeah. when I do that, but that's about as far as it goes. Like, even yeah. ever, nope, nope, nope. Because I've lived long enough to have lived through all these different administrations. Exactly. And my life has been good no matter what. Yeah, I don't give power to who's sitting in the White House or, or, or Congress. The or same whatever. scenarios. And listen, these Christians who are freaking out about the end of the world right now. And I say rightfully so. It's, we're in weird times. Listen, rightfully so, if you believe that. But the, the same conversation was had with all of the former administrations, at least when I was conscious of it, because it pulled me in. I was I was having the same conscious, or not conscious, but I was conscious of that in this scenario in the Bush uh, administration. All the stuff that they're saying now, all the videos, all the recycled and regurgitated theories and information. Listen, I was propagating that. And I know the harm that it brought to, to me and to my wife and to shock and scaring people and my friends and our community and just everyone's going, they're ex, they think they're experts in all of this stuff. And they don't even, you know, they're experts on what, what they've, you know, depending on what videos they've watched. I said, okay, well, you listen, you're doing good. Watch those videos. Cool. Great. They're crazy, right? Scary stuff. You got to watch the other side too. You got to. This thing is about balance. Watch this. Watch that. Okay, if you're going to make an educated uh, guess and opinion, watch this. I know. Yeah, you got to listen to both with an open mind and without soothing your ego into believing that your beliefs. Yeah, you know, so many people just watch whatever already confirms what they already believe about stuff. Echo chamber. Yeah. 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 You know, it's interesting because I, I'm 53 and I was, so I was born in the late sixties. And one of my first memories was the early seventies with Nixon, uh, you know, resigning in the impeachment and in the trials. I remember that was just on the news all the time. And back then we had three channels. So that was all you saw was that. So that's one of my first memories. And I remember people being really upset by all that. I remember people being really upset about the ozone layer, that that was going to destroy the earth. Uh, and then I remember killer bees were going to kill everybody on the planet. That was a thing in the late seventies. So yeah. once you live, that's why old people are usually so chill Yeah. because as you get older, I see that you just live through so much BS. Uh, some of them are bitter though. That's a choice yeah, too. But you just got to enjoy the ride that oh, yeah, spiral. This is, this is what spiral, it's all about. You know, is everything is an illusion. So if you start thinking about all, all of life, if you think about it is, could be summed up as BS because it's all our reaction to the illusion that is life. And that it, it, allow that to just take the pressure off. So why not just go with the flow and enjoy? And if you believe that you're an eternal being, and the more you do this kind of work, the more you understand that that you are an eternal being, yeah. and that nothing can really end what you are. The the energy that powers us, there's no way that that is destroyed when our bodies return to Earth. There's just yeah. no way that this energy or that your energy just ceases to be it simply transcends to something else and 
if nothing else, believing in that brings comfort in this lifetime, because we all know that's going to happen for every single one of us, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So if you hold on to that belief and realize that, gosh, there's nothing going on here that's going to end really what I really am. And at best, your body just breaks down and ages out of life anyway. So why not just enjoy the process yeah. and not get so caught up in, you know, the end of the world uh, or the, uh, you know, whoever's sitting in the White House uh, that's going to end our, our happiness or our joy in some way. Yeah. I've just, I've, I've seen it swing my whole life and I just don't buy it. And even if it is, oh, well, I'm and not going to hold myself away from joy. You found right balance in, in that arena. Yeah, you found you found resonance and and knowing that you're not going to be pulled to and fro by what the Bible would say every wind of doctrine or every news article or every change of the season. Like, listen, I'm steadfast. I'm this is what I believe. This is what's always been working. I tried that. I tried that. Didn't work. This works, and I'm gonna I'm not going to be moved. I don't care what report or what happens. You can tell me anything. Listen, this is my truth. I'm sticking, it's my story and I'm sticking to it. And well, when you're around these people like you, when the vibe is so chill and the vibe is just so at peace, you feel that. Yeah. How can that be wrong? You feel it. You, you, you feel it in your gut that this person is just chill. This person is just at peace. They're not needing to argue. They're not terrified. They're not judging. They're not telling you what you got to do and what's got to change and all of that stuff. And then you, when you're around people that are like that, it doesn't feel right. And you know it. That was my awakening, dude. You know, giving that up was because I had to see some things, you know, coming out of religion, I would say like, uh, um, I would, you know, I would meet Hindus or I'd meet uh, Native Americans and, and people that we were told were people who needed what we had. But it's like, man, I need what they got. Cause like, they were at peace with themselves. And a lot of the Christians that I knew at the time, if you told them a secret, they would put it on Facebook. They would gossip. They, they would like judge Freemasons and say, Masonry is demonic. And they're, they're in a secret society. The Bible says you're not supposed to do anything in secret. But yet if those guys are in a conversation and you open up and, and, and tell them something about you that you're going through, they're sworn to secrecy. They're not going to take that... I got Christians I would talk to and tell them what stuff I was going through. And the next day it's all over social media, you know, and, and uh, you know, so there's, they're judging these people based upon a title and not based upon a virtue. And I did that too, but I began to see little things. Cause I, I, I just mentioned Freemasons as an example, we actively protested and did teachings about how they were demonic and stuff. But it's like, you know what, there's a lot of things that they're doing even biblically that are way better than the way that the church folks are doing it. And I met the Hindus. I met the, the Native Americans who were people who were at peace with themselves. The Bible talks about the fruits of the spirit. And what that really means is someone who is in, in, in connection with the great spirit, with the Holy Spirit, that is that spark, that light within, within each and every one of us, that they would have, they would have a, a fruit about them. They would have characteristics and it's peace, patience, love, joy, um, temperance, self-control. I knew Christians who, if somebody beep, beep, beeped at them in, in traffic, they were going to roll the window down and, and flip them off and curse them out. They had no self-control. Um, but these other people who were supposed to be, you know, lower individuals or whatever, or, you know, they need what we got. I was like, man, I need what they have. And I started seeing the fruits of the spirit at work in those people's lives. The Native American that was at peace with himself and he was at peace with his God. He was at peace in his religion. He was at peace with his enemies. He's made peace with his past, peace with his present and his future. And, and the Christians are all at war with themselves and with all the other religions and in their head. And I'm going to do this one day. I'm going to do that one day. I can't tell you how many church folks and Christians I've been dealt with who would say, God told me this. And I'm going to do it. And then the next, they don't do it. And then they say, well, God told me this. So I was wrong. It's like, damn. So that egoic nature, that, that inner dialogue, you're calling that God and you're taking that as gospel truth. That's just, you're going here and you're there and you're that. I don't, I don't know if you should be doing that, man. You need some stability. You're, you're, you're tossed to and fro by every new idea and you're calling it God and you're bowing to it. Like, man, I started seeing that these people, 
had peace in their lives. And that was what I, I began to judge people from. And, and with that, like the Bible started making more sense because Jesus says, judge people according to their fruit. A good tree is going to give you good uh, fruit. Uh, apple, apple tree is not going to give you an orange. You can go to that apple tree and all day it's going to, if it's producing fruit now, it might be sick and maybe withering up. But if, it, if, it's, if, if it's alive and, it's, and it's, its roots go deep, it's going to give you apples. And it's like, Jesus said that. Why am I judging people based on the book they come with? Why am I judging people based on the de denomination that they're in? Why am I uh, judging people when I ask them if they have made Jesus their personal Lord and Savior? And if they say no, then now they're my enemy and it's my job to convert them. He didn't even say that. He said, pay attention to their fruit and make a judgment, make an assessment. Like a spiritual man judges all things, but there's a right, there's a good way to judge, judge things. Judge nothing before it's appointed time, but judge according to the fruit. If somebody's telling you one thing and doing another, your discernment should kick in and say, hold on, man. Why every time we hang out, you want to do this? You know, back in the day, like I'm, you know, I'm from the streets, man. Like every people hung out with me. I'm, hey, y'all, let's, let's break into a house. What? what? We're just watching a movie. Hey, man, the neighbors are gone. They got a, a VCR and a new PlayStation. What are you talking about? Right. It's like these different levels of resonance is like you either come on my level or, or we you know, we're not friends anymore. You, you depart. There has to resonance. It's gonna, you know, the Bible talks about being yoked together with unbelievers. And so I would hear something like that. Say, oh, you can't be friends with an unbeliever. It's talking about people who aren't in resonance. You're in, you're yoked up with a person who's way down here and you guys are going in a different direction. Find that direction. And I begin to see that it wasn't about race or creed or religion or dogma, man. It was about the fruit and it's about their light, the light that is within them. Everybody, Christ, the scripture says in John, it says Christ is the light that an oil, the anointing that comes into the world that lights every person, every person. We were taught to identify who didn't have the light and it was only contingent upon the name of Jesus if they, if they were a Christian. And then even if they told us they were Christians, but they went to a Catholic church, it was still off with their head. You're not. Well, I remember that. Yeah, I grew up in the South too. And I remember yeah. definitely uh, the Southern Baptist uh, church was the biggest building in my hometown. And it was, it was so funny. How, oh, Catholics. Oh, that's a different kind of Christian. And I was told, I was taught they're going to all go to hell because yeah, they drink because they drink. Oh, if you drink, you're going to burn in hell. So all of that stuff, the, the hypocrisy, uh, I, I just questioned that early on. And I, I think it's such a gift to question that and not just flow right into it. And become well, that's, part of it. that's what this conscious awakening is about. It's about being able to, like you said, we're able to kind of make an assessment now of things that we were told we couldn't. And how many of us in that, listen, they'll tell on you. And I'm talking about religion, but I'm talking about on a job, whatever. Hey, man, why is the boss giving us extra hours? Why is he cutting our pay? And they'll go, when they find you questioning that authority figure, they're going to go hand you over. They're going to tell on you. They're going to tell the pastor that you're, you're, you're questioning doctrine. You're because they're scared. They've been ruled by fear. And you're the one that woke up and you're like, hold on, this ain't right. Why is this going on? And you become the enemy, even though you're, you're standing up for what is right, what is virtuous. It's just not part of, of, of what they've been told. And they, once you step out of that, then you get marked. And it doesn't matter if it's if it's good or bad, right or wrong. Like once you break that mold and step out, you you mark yourself. You step into the fire. You know, once you go against the grain, once you go against that norm. Now, if you're in a political system and do that, if you're in a religious system and do that, if you're in the social system and do that, once you have that awakening or that epiphany, you pull out of that level of resonance and you find something better for yourself. While you're there, you're loved and cherished and accepted until you question, until you stop doing what we're doing. And we're, I know we're making the religious uh, connotation because it's totally there. We both come from that. But listen, I got, I got friends who, who were in the drug scene and they would take 
trips from uh, Alabama to Atlanta every weekend and go to these massive clubs and massive raves. And when they're on ecstasy, everybody's hugging them. And buddy of mine was almost 400 pounds and wasn't good with women. And while they were all on ecstasy, they're kissing them and hugging them and rubbing on me, sweating. He never had that in his life. Wow, this is a new realm. But the moment is like, man, my life is spiraling out. There's a reason they call it spiraling out. I'm going down fast. Once he's all, I got to get my stuff together. If he's not doing Molly every Friday and Saturday night, those people don't want to talk to you. I was in Christian metal scene. We went to metal shows. There was an underground hardcore scene and, and we'd see people at every show. Hey man, weren't you at this other concert? Yeah, man. And we were friends. We'd hang out just because there was resonance. Right. And, uh, and we will at every concert, that's that dude. What's up, dude? Don't even know him, but you're like, you remember him and you kind of become friends. The moment you stop listening to that music or stop going to those concerts, that you're just like, there's nothing in common that you're not welcome in those circles anymore. Hey, I want to start listening to some more softer music or I'm doing hip hop now. Same thing in the church. You outgrow it, your resonance shifts and, and you, you become a target uh, if, you, if you wake up you know, in that and you try to bring forth change. And some people, you know, have placed themselves in that and try to take upon that mantle to change that whole system and change that whole energy. But you can't, you can't change like that stat. That's not alive. That's not even, that's not real. That's something that people created and that they govern. You can change people. You can't go in there and feel like you can you know, go in there and change this whole system from the inside out, it's not going to happen. They'll cut your head off. You'll die in the process. Well, and you, and you started out in a really good place with this, that it's a per, ascension is a personal journey. Yeah. And you're, you're not looking to save people from themselves necessarily. You can put it out there. You can offer teachings and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, the, the rising of the collective consciousness is about each individual contribution mm -hmm. in the personal journey of more and more, we have access to different information. We can question, we can discern our preference. This feels right. That doesn't. And if I release fear, my whole thing is release fear and judgment. And you are at one with source in releasing fear and judgment. What do you think about it when you take fear and judgment out of it completely? Well, if I take fear and judgment out of it, this feels better. Well, how, how could removing fear and judgment lead you in a bad direction ever? Because you well, all know that, for, that that's that down the spiral stuff, right? The fear and well, judgment just sucks you right down there. They got to be able to identify it first, though. You know, we know what that is because we know what it feels like, you know, but a lot of those people, they don't know, like it's natural, but this is the way we do things like, yeah, you get out of line, you, there's consequences and, and there's yeah, that's a system that was created that way, but it's in their mind, it's not bad or it's not fear and judgment. It's until you, until your consciousness expands, which, which simply means you become aware of something else, something better. I thought that this was the, the height of bliss and joy. I didn't know that settling down and starting a family was and going hiking or sitting you know, with my wife and drinking a glass of wine, you know, and feeling the cool of the evening. I didn't know that was a level of bliss that, that I was privy to, right? We don't know it until we, 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 uh, we see it. So that's why like us walking in our truth and carrying our torch, which is ascension, you, you're becoming light. So you are the light of the world. And when you do that, then other people, they know where to look because they sit in darkness. And it's not forceful. It's like, hey, you can come and you can ask, how did I get this? How do I maintain? What is this? And I'm going to tell you. And it's not forceful. There may be a piece of it. You may come and learn for a season. It doesn't matter. But we, we respect it. And, um, you know, I can show you better than I can tell you was always a really cool um, a quote that I heard people saying back in the day. Or some, somebody threat, throwing threats. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. And that's what I've done. And that's what we've, we've all done. We just don't know it. Most of them Christians will tell you better than we can show you or religious or whatever, because they, they're good at telling you. I got friends who believe that the whole Christian faith, faith and their salvation and all of that is based upon if they tell people the preaching of the gospel, like I have to tell it, I have to declare it, but yeah. they don't know that their life coming into alignment with that, those truths is the greatest preaching you could ever do. 
because your light, life in your light that shines before men. Listen, people can say one thing and do another, but you can't do one thing and say another. I can always follow you. I'm not, I don't have to worry about you trying to say this. Listen, I'm a, it's the fruit, fruit. Hey man, this guy says he's good, but like he's doing some stuff on the side that he's, he's hurting people, man. We need to reevaluate, but to be able to have the mental capacity to, to bring it into contemplation, to be able to, and that's just to be able to see it, what's available. I think that a lot of those people who sit in darkness, you know, who the guys that, you know, obviously they saw it because I, I was in it with them, but I got out and I was like, Hey, I'll try to come back. I didn't try to leave them. I try to come back. Hey, it's available. What do you, you know, a good life, like, and you know, being at peace, but for them, drugs are a good life, you know, that's cause that's the only life they knew. So yeah. well, and as, you, they, as you go once, through ascension, you also see that you inspire some people and you repel others, just depending on where they are in their journey. And you're right. You can't, you can't save them from themselves. It's not even your place to do that because that's their personal journey. And accepting that in all of world. this is, is a, is a, is a hard pill to swallow for some because there's still that ego attached to, I want to save the world. It comes in the world. I, I've been reading this in the scripture and it's, but it's making sense. It's the, uh, um, Jesus talks about, he, Jesus is obviously he's like a, a, a model, if you will, of ascension, but he says the light has come into the world, but the darkness comprehends it not. And it says it's, it brings forth condemnation, but it's not like that Jesus comes to condemn. Like we heard the church say, the light brings forth condemnation. No, it's like, Hey, it was done this way for years, but we can't do that anymore. Why? Well, let me show you how to do it now. Now that that person is awakening, they see that it's it, what they see what they're doing is wrong. Now you have a choice because you sat in darkness. You didn't know there was up or down, left or right. You were in darkness. But now that you saw the example, wow, I can I can choose left or right. I have some say in the matter. And if you know that that's there and you continue to do wickedness, if you continue to keep hurting people, lying cheating, stealing. At first it was all you knew until there's an option. There's a way out and you continue to choose it. That's what it brings condemnation. But if we, we bring it upon ourselves because we know that there's more, we know we're going against our higher nature. We have, now we have to choose to do bad. Now we're not created evil. We're choosing evil. And that's what people need to wake up to. Yeah. I think you that's a good point to sort of end up on uh, that a lot of times evil and Satan and all that is just a scapegoat for our own egocentric bad behavior. And the it church, is. the church has used that as a, as a scapegoat for, for a lot of their own bad behavior. We, we get, this kind of turned into a, a little bit of a church bashing, but it's okay. I think there's a, they've earned it a little bit, but, but the, uh, the, I wrote an article a while back that was about the title was who knew Satan was the good guy after all. And of course it was all about how, how many people, have been controlled and 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 uh, abused and even slaughtered in the name mm. of God, fighting evil rather than the actual evil itself. If you think about it, the evil stuff is usually the self-inflicted stuff, and the things that we inflict upon others in that mm. whole low vibration of "I have to be right," yeah. and for me to be right, I have to make you wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's just you know, it is the it's the egoic nature. It is the what you know, the term Satan breaks down to adversary, you know, and it goes against that uh, higher divine will, we'll call it the will of God, but it's your destiny, it was what you were put here to do your story, your scroll, uh, and whatever's trying to take that from you. What if that's a parent who says, you know what, you're not worth it, man, you're a mess up. I, I overheard my, my mom in a room getting high with a friend and, and talk about how I was a mistake and how they thought about aborting me and stuff. And I, and I, I was eavesdropping. But I heard it and like what shifted in my view of, man, my, my, how my mom looks at me. And maybe that's the reason she was treating me certain types of ways. And, you know, it's like all of this stuff happens to us and it changes who we are, you know, and we have to respond to it. And maybe that had something to do with going down self-worth. I didn't know I was worth it. You know, I didn't know that that I was special, that I was unique and not, that I was here for a reason, not just me everybody listening to this, there's a, a purpose and a plan for everyone here. And, and we get to choose, we get to bring whatever we want into our lives, light, darkness, positive, negatives, friends, enemies, abusers, 
uh, whatever. We get to play all of those roles out. And so, you know, make that choice to, uh, to choose good, to, to choose, the Bible says, choose life that you might live. Like we got it in front of us, man. Like the beauty is we do get to choose. We're not robots, dude. Like this is a, this is a, you know, a choice by choice thing. All timelines exist. There's millions of versions of you and what you could be exist out there. There's a version of you that is homeless. There's a version of you that you become the president, man. You get in the race and like people just like you. There's whatever it is that you can think of, you can create it and bring it into this reality. You're just a couple of choices away from bringing it into your now moment. Thanks for having me on, David, brother. It's always a pleasure to connect with you. Thanks so much. No, all, all good stuff. Thank you so much for being here. Always just so much fun to just talk to you because you, you go so deep into it. And you know, I love that. Uh, tell them where to find you. For sure, man. Um, you can go to my website, truthseeker.com. I have a podcast. I have a new album that came out earlier um, last month uh, called White Magic, Spiritual Esoteric Hip Hop, um, podcast, music, book, all that stuff is available. You can go check it out at truthseeker.com dot com or any social media platform where you uh interact on i'm there cool and we'll put those links in the notes so uh you'll they'll be wherever you're getting this podcast you'll be able to get the link to all of his stuff too again thank you so much for being here thanks for listening brother thank you i'm excited to share with you that we are returning to live in-person events in 2022 our first event will be our los angeles summit on january 15th 2022 starting at 10 a.m pacific and lasting until 3 p.m if you've attended one of our virtual events on zoom you know the magnitude of the super vibes that we create in these interactions you know how deep we go into the streams teachings and how your life can forever be changed in one powerful collective consciousness event i'm so excited that we're getting together in person to take this to another level So visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events to learn more and to secure your seat. Again, that's thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events. I look forward to seeing you there.